I have never met anyone that I have shared the Enneagram with who has not found a profound piece of information that has given them an aha moment to reflect on. This is the Curious Human Podcast. I'm your host, Rochelle Taylor, and I am so grateful to have you here joining me for the Soul Expansive Experience. My intention for each episode is to weave together storytelling, insight, and in-depth conversations that provide you with tools to support your evolution, embody your wellness practices, and understand yourself more deeply. Here you'll hear from me alongside thought leaders and impactful voices, and we're talking about all the things that pique your curiosity and will inspire you to step into an aligned and expansive expression of your life. Topics like health, spirituality, psychology, the Enneagram, wellness, and creativity. I believe that you were put on this earth just as you are with your own unique gifts, story, lessons, and infinitely curious spirit by design. So together, let's nurture our curiosity, unearth our potential for evolution and growth, and support each other as we do our best navigating this wild ride we call life. Hello, hello, curious human. I am so excited to connect with you today for this solo episode of the podcast. It feels like forever since I've recorded a solo episode and I couldn't be more excited to be sharing about how the Enneagram of personality can positively impact your life and needs to be a part of your wellness practices. It is a self-awareness practice similar to yoga and meditation. And when we use it as part of our toolkit, you know, it can improve so many aspects of our lives. So I'm really excited to share this with you today. Um, I have been a student of the Enneagram for two decades since back in my teens when my aunt, who is a dedicated student of the Enneagram narrative tradition, um, imparted so much wisdom on me and encouraged me to dive into this ancient personality system that has roots that began, you know, thousands of years ago from philosophers that has been refined by modern psychology to be this really beautiful and complete system of self-awareness. And so I will never forget, I was hired to speak at um, a business event and it was more of a professional development vibe. And while yoga and meditation and wellness were sort of my go-to topics, I wanted to bring something a little bit different, a little bit more suited to that audience. And so I thought, oh, I could share about the Enneagram. And it was the first time I spoke the Enneagram out loud. And I will never forget looking into the crowd of women and they were all just like writing down so many notes and so like eyes wide open and my enthusiastic entrepreneurial seven personality of course, looked at this and went, wow, I need to share this with as many people as possible because it can impact everyone um, as long as they're open to it. And a lot of times being open to something is understanding or having um, a clue as to how it's going to positively benefit and impact you. There is a ton of information available online about the Enneagram. But especially when you're just getting started, it can be pretty overwhelming. 
I created Nurture Your Nature, an introduction to the Enneagram as a digital offering and overview of this incredible personality typing system. There are over 120 minutes of course audio that you'll have access to for a year that gives you a really beautiful overview of the system and all nine types. And I do my best to include storytelling and humor and ways to really connect you with the information. The best part, this course is currently available for 50% off, but it's only available until October 27th when I'm taking my website down to revamp and reimagine my Enneagram offerings. So this is your last chance to get this course for 50% off. It's just $22 and is a really great starting point. If you know your type or if you're still unsure, this is the space for you to begin. I would absolutely be honored to be your guide through this system. And if you want to learn more or sign up, rochellltaylor.com. Okay, let's dive in. Here are five ways that understanding the Enneagram of personality can positively impact your life. Number one, connect with your core motivation and discover what's true for you. The Enneagram at its essence uses the core motivation to define each of the nine personality types. For ones, that core motivation is to be good. For twos, to be loved. For threes, to be worthy. For fours, to be unique and fully expressed. For fives, to know and understand. For sixes, to be safe and secure. For sevens, to be free and content. For eights, to feel in control. And for nines, to be at peace. Now, while all of those motivations might feel like they somewhat impact you and you want all of those things, right? To be at peace and to be good and to be happy. However, one of those is going to be the dominant motivating factor in your life. And once you come to refine that and understand that that primary motivation is what's driving your behavior and also outlines your potential of possibility, your blind spots, and the gifts that you have to share with the world, this is really powerful information when you're looking to understand yourself more deeply or inform a great big decision in your life. What is true for me? For me as a seven, I want to feel free. And so when I'm coming up to a decision, does that feel like freedom? Does that feel free to me? And if it doesn't, it's probably not true for me. And so understanding this about yourself is really a game changer. And with, within that core motivation and the behaviors that come as a result, the blind spots are this really powerful piece that because of your motivation, for example, I had a conversation yesterday with a nine who was saying that the Enneagram changed her life because she realized that because she wanted to be at peace, her actions of pleasing others and not setting boundaries was actually making her not feel at peace. And so her work was to create boundaries to come back to that peace so that she could feel at peace. And because the, the feeling of being at peace requires boundaries, that in that truth, she's found so much freedom and capacity to connect with what's true for her. Number two, 
plays off the first one, it's to understand your conditioning. So your core motivation, the one of the nine that is most dominant for you, isn't necessarily the same core motivation that our parents had or our society has or the people who raised us have. So you may have been raised by a totally different type who taught you a different view of the world. And so once you start to understand first off your inner truth and what's true for you at your essence, at your core, you can start to realize the beliefs and patterns that you might hold that come from someone else, that have been added onto your essence and don't really belong there. So for example, you may have been raised by a two who taught you to be helpful and of service, and that's how you should navigate the world. But maybe you're a seven, and so your mom telling you, you know, that you should find a career where you help others in nursing or in teaching, but as a seven, you want to be free and content, don't really want to go down those dark spaces, don't really love routine, that might not be the fit for you. And then instead of going, oh, I'm going to disappoint my mom because I don't want to be of service to others and that really isn't in my nature, that's not what is true for me at its core, it's understanding that that has been conditioned. That belief that I need to be of service to others to live a good life isn't something that I fully hold at my core, but that has been added by somebody else. And then our society conditions us as well. When I do Enneagram at work workshops and trainings, so often, once we go through the three and the eight personality type, so many people say like, but that's who we're supposed to be at work. And it's interesting because society has told us the threes are the achievers and the eights are the bosses. And the way that they navigate through the world, very driven and achievement-oriented and focused and um, controlling and leadership styles are very much based around those two personality types. So if you're a five, you might go, oh, like uh, I look at this world, this society that I'm in that's conditioning me and telling me that I should be an achievement-oriented three and I'm not because I'm a five, And so instead of feeling less than, understanding that the way you feel that way is because you've been conditioned to believe that that's the only way to be worthy and fulfilled in the world. And it's not. So first off, understanding what's true for you. There's so much insight in the Enneagram. And then as you branch out to learn about the other types, the other motivations, and then the people in your life who have big influences on your life, who are coming from these different motivations, you can start to learn what is not true for you and unlearn those things. Okay, so this is a really powerful piece of the Enneagram and something that happens once you start to explore outside of your own type. And we all start with our own type um, and then look outwardly to others. And this is a really beautiful thing that happens. So within this work, the third benefit is we start to build empathy and compassion for ourselves. So as we learn about our own type, our own blind spots, our own ways of being, our innate nature, 
of how we act in stress, because that all is included within the system, this understanding that we are not stagnant, that we're always fluctuating between lower levels of health and higher levels of health, stress, rest, and these all come into play. So because we are not stagnant, we do have these times of stress and each of the types handles stress in a unique way and each of the types within their lower levels of health have behaviors that are really defeating to each of the type and they look very different. And so once you study the Enneagram and now have language to be able to understand that when I'm in stress or when I'm in my lower levels of health or when I'm going through a hard time, this is how I act. And so for me as a seven, in my lower levels, I become unreliable, scattered, avoidant of my responsibilities and gluttonous, consuming all I can to distract myself from the things I don't want to do. And in those moments, instead of coming down on myself, being, oh, I'm such a bad person and why didn't I deal with this? And now I've got this big mess to clean up. Okay, well, I'm actually just a seven going through a challenging time. And this is the way my nature responds to challenging times. So it doesn't make me a bad person. It doesn't make me an awful human. It just makes me a seven in a challenging moment. And so that empathy for yourself is really powerful. And the Enneagram gives us that language to be able to have compassion for ourselves and understand that when we are going through hard times, that we do act in ways that ironically <laughs> take us away from how we really want to feel, right? When, for example, when twos are in their lower levels of stress, they get really controlling. They start acting like unhealthy eights. So they get really controlling. And that being really controlling and, and manipulative actually drives people away from them, which makes them further away from their core motivating goal of being loved. And so it's really interesting to be able to understand that when we are operating in our lower levels of self, we're actually working against ourselves and to have that compassion that, no, I'm not a scattered, irresponsible person. I'm just a seven having a bad day. Number four, we can extend that compassion and empathy to, to others. And of course, this improves interpersonal relationships on all levels, at work, at home, and in your family. Because pre-Enneagram, you might go through the world thinking that most people navigate and understand the human experience in the same way that you do. And that's a really normal way to think, right? To go, oh, everyone must interpret and take in the world in the same way that I do and have the same inner compass guiding them. And when you think that way, it can be really challenging because what ends up happening is that then when someone does something that you would never do, you go, oh, what? How could you do that? I would never do that. I can't comprehend how someone could possibly act in that way. Well, the reality is, is that their internal compass is different than yours. They are navigating the world differently as 
their core, core motivation guides them. And then you can say, oh, it's not because they're a bad person or they're doing it wrong. It's just because they perceive and navigate the world differently. And so if you're working with someone and you find you know, that the way that they're collaborating is really challenging for you, understanding what Enneagram type they are and how they're navigating through the situation can help to, again, provide that language of, okay, this is your threeness. <laughs> this is your threeness really trying to get the whole team ultra motivated and me as a five, I'm having a hard time with that. And then you can decide how you navigate that situation and where you meet in the middle or to express yourself or find a space within um, teamwork or collaborative environments that makes you feel that works to your strengths. We don't all have the same strengths and potential and gifts. And that brings me into my final point. Number five, understand your gifts and the potential of your type. And so I touched on this a little bit before, but one of the most powerful things about the system of the Enneagram is the levels of health. So like I said, the Enneagram takes into account that human beings are not stagnant, right? You're not just doing okay and then you're okay every day for the rest of your life or in optimal levels of health, mental health, and you're like that for the rest of your life, right? There is a fluctuation and we do grow and regress through our lifetimes. The word Enneagram actually, in its roots, it means a nine-pointed shape that's always shifting, that's always moving. So the Enneagram takes into account these levels of health. And then What's really beautiful is when you learn about all the types, you may feel like, ah, oh, I wish I was a three. You know, they just seem so achievement oriented, or I wish I was a four with these unique creative gifts to share. Um, but the goal is not to outgrow your type and become another type. It's not to outgrow being a seven and to grow into being a two. That's not the goal of the Enneagram. The goal is to use this information to evolve to your highest levels of potential. So each type has a spectrum in their low levels, in their mid level, and in their high levels. And so a low functioning one looks very different than a high functioning one, right? So sometimes you might meet someone who uh, is the same type as you and you're like, oh, that's so weird. Like, I, I feel like we're not the same at all, but you are operating in different levels of, of health. And so within that spectrum, there is the lower levels where I find for people who are unsure of what their type are, here are the pain points that you'll see that will really strike a chord with you when you read the lower levels of health of each type and yours will feel stronger. <laughs> And then what the beauty is, and this is where you can use the system to your advantage and your benefit, is to look to how does your type operate in its highest levels? And that is the potential for you within your life. So understanding where you go, you know, in your lower levels and building compassion and empathy, but also understanding your gifts and your potential and then you can build your dreams and goals and possibilities, your vision within that. And there's so much valuable information here. I have never met 
anyone that I have shared the Enneagram with who has not found a profound piece of information that has given them an aha moment to reflect on. I just spoke to another friend of mine the other day who's a three, and she was saying that there was one thing about my intro to the Enneagram course that she took that about the three that she literally thinks about every single day because she can feel that core motivation as her internal compass guiding her decisions. And so there is so much wisdom to be found here, and I am so excited to be able to share this with you and to have this knowledge um, passed down to me and to be able to pass it along to you. And if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so, so much to me if you took a moment of your day to leave a review, whichever platform you are listening on or sharing this with your social network or passing this episode along to someone you know who would really benefit from this information. Thank you so much. I look forward to connecting with you again soon. And if you feel called to learn more with me, sign up for my Nurture Your Nature course. There is so much valuable information there. It's a great starting point and at 50% off, such a good price point, such a good investment in self. You can find the course at rochellelltaylor.com until October 27th. I'll link it in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here.